The Verbally Effective Podcast needs your vote. Each March in Austin, Texas, diverse groups of creatives across interactive, film, and music industries converge at the South by Southwest Conference and Festivals. The Verbally Effective Podcast has submitted a proposal to be a part of the 2020 South by Southwest podcast platform featuring Taylor to the Stars, Rich Fresh. Community voting for the 2020 South by Southwest panel picker is currently underway now until August 23rd, and we need your vote, which is 30% of the selection process. So this is how you can help. Cast your vote today by clicking the link in the Verbally Effective Instagram profile page. Just click the link. It'll send you to the 2020 South by Southwest panel picker. All you have to do is create a login and cast your vote. Thank you so much. Stand Bill, serving you well. Pushing more power than a Duracell. I'm hanging out with the double E. Ina Esco on the Verbally Effective Podcast. Let's go. Hello, hello, hello. It's Corey Hollywood from the Kitchen Guru Catering Company, also from Paul and Rayford's Disco, and I'm hanging with my girl, Double E Ina Esco, on the Verbally Effective Podcast. I'm Courtney McNeil, and I'm verbally effective because I'm empowered to bridge the gap between those without a voice to decision makers to bring about change. Courtney McNeil works in community engagement for Innovate Memphis Transit and Mobility Team, currently leading public engagement for 901 Ride Choice, an initiative that connects seniors and persons living with disabilities to transportation options. She recently led community engagement for the Memphis 3.0 Transit Vision, a project to redesign the city's transit network. Courtney also serves as an operations manager for a state elected official. Both community engagement and operations positions has enabled Courtney to strengthen skills and expand on her business, Chic Harmony, slash CM Consulting LLC. Her business launched as a home and office organizing service, and she has worked with many community members, such as professional athletes and business executives. Through her passion of helping others through community engagement and organizing, Courtney is expanding her brand in an effort to focus on the greater community of Memphis. She has formed a partnership with Craigmont High School's Cheers for Craigmont initiative, where she is a part of the Career Closet Project. With a master's degree in public administration from the University of Memphis, she is also a member of the Nonprofit Leadership Alliance based out of Kansas City, Missouri, and holds a certificate in philanthropy and nonprofit leadership from the University of Memphis. Courtney is currently pursuing a social sciences certificate focusing on the dynamics of urban life through Harvard University. Verbally effective, your double E, Ina Esco, hanging out with you guys. Thanks so much for listening to the Verbally Effective podcast. Today, I have a beautiful, beautiful young lady with me who I have been trolling on social media. Her style is just fabulous, I must say. We're going to talk about your style, too. Okay. Because <laughs> I see you take risks, and you look good doing it. Thank you. Yes, you do. <laughs> I have Miss Courtney McNeil in the building with me, founder of Chic Harmony, in addition to many other titles. We're going to get into those titles. How are you, Courtney? I am great. How are you? I am a wonderful. You look great, as always. Stop it. Thank you. Yeah, let's talk about <laughs> what you have on today. Describe it for the audience. <laughs> So this is just a maxi sheer BCBG dress. This is super old, by the is way. It? I mean, like three years. But the good thing about like BCBG, they 
typically always repeat certain styles. And so it's always in style. So it never goes out of style. So it's a staple piece in my closet. So, yeah, thank you. You are always gorgeous, 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 honey. So let's start at the beginning. Courtney, what part of Memphis are you from? So... Technically, it's not Whitehaven. No, 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 no Whitehaven. <laughs> it's not Whitehaven, but it's like outside of Whitehaven. Oh, <laughs> girl, well, so it's like Tulahoma and Shelby Drive. That's where I grew up. Apparently, they call it like the sub or something. Okay. It's supposed to be like you know, I'm from the sub, but <laughs> you're from the sub of Whitehaven. I don't know if it's the sub of Whitehaven or just Tula, the sub. When I think of Tullahoma and Shelby Drive, I think of Whitehaven, though. Technically, that's not Whitehaven. <laughs> I don't know, but they okay. say it's the sub, so I just roll with the sub. Okay, but honestly, that's where I was raised as like a little girl, and that's when. The neighborhood was really good, but, you know, eventually over time, it kind of, like, yeah. transitioned. Um, and my brother and I, my mama didn't let us play outside the cove. No. So. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm not trying to make it seem like it was a terrible neighborhood or anything like that. Because okay. apparently, like, my parents moved there in the, what, early 80s or okay. so. So, you know, it wasn't, like, an affluent neighborhood, but maybe, like, middle class. You know, people doing well and a close, like, tight-knit community. But over time, you know, A lot of these neighborhoods that are not considered, you know, really nice right now, Mm -hmm. they were the bomb back then in the early 80s. Yeah, so, you know, just for me knowing, like, about Memphis history and the transition and economic sprawl, like people just started moving further east. Yes. Um, you know, in like the early like two two thousands and whatnot. So, I mean it was it's been a shift for sure. But the sub. The sub, <laughs> the sub. So where did you go to school, Courtney? Where did you go to middle school? Middle okay, so I went to Memphis Catholic. Okay. Um so even growing up where we were, um, uh, my parents, they are big on education, quality education. And so we went to Attawell Elementary. They had an optional program. So we were able to enroll in Attawell. It's a midtown school. Shout out to everybody that went to Attawell because <laughs> yeah. I still advocate for Attawell to this day. It's an extremely good school. Um, so after Attawell, we went to Memphis Catholic, which is also in midtown as well. Okay. Um, then after Memphis Catholic, we went to Germantown. Okay. My brother and I. Okay. Um, so although, you know, I went to these great schools, had a great education, but we were not removed from our people. Um, you weren't removed from No, them. no, because I'll tell people, yeah, I went to Germantown. They were like, oh, you left us. Like, no, 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 <laughs> calm down. Uh, my parents were really big on, like, raising children who would be well-rounded individuals. Mm-hmm. And I think that that plays a major part now today in my line of work and that's why I can, I can tap into so many communities and relate to so many yeah. people because uh, my parents was big on that my dad was a director of um orange mound community center davis community wow. center and then eventually, eventually he was the um director of the east zone community centers okay. so yeah you're gonna go to Idlewild. you could go to freedom friday with your friends on some fridays but after school you're gonna go to orange mound community center and you're gonna play with your friends from orange Mound. okay i so, like how your daddy did that yeah I, so that's like the beginning of your community engagement that's huh? it that's okay. it right there well let's back up to memphis catholic though let's okay. talk about memphis catholic let's. for a minute what were you involved in in memphis catholic and did you like memphis catholic 
Um, Memphis Catholic, uh, I did. I was only there for middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very small school, tight, you know, very tight-knit community, very intimate. Um, I'd say the education was great. Uh, interesting fact, <laughs> at Memphis <laughs> Catholic, so... I guess in, in private schools, you kind of have, like, the room to, like, do. Like, you just have more wiggle room to do things. I was playing. I was a cheerleader. Okay. but And then I was playing basketball. And then somehow I was on the varsity high school team. And I was starting on the varsity high school team. For basketball? For basketball okay. while I was in middle school. Oh, <laughs> wow. How were you doing? I guess it was a Catholic school. I guess because it was like private schools, the rules were want. like a different structure or something yeah. like that. So I'm sorry if I'm getting somebody in trouble right now, but that was <laughs> many moons ago. So <laughs> you're right, though. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm I'm from Texas, but I grew up. My my family are Catholic, and mm-hmm. I went to Catholic school all the way up until middle school. Okay. So you're right. They they pretty much can bend the rules for who and what they want to. Yes. With Catholic schools, but I enjoyed it. I did too. Catholic school. I think, you know, it prepared me. You know, I had those fundamentals locked down. Yeah. At the Catholic school. So Germantown, what happened when you got to Germantown? Was it a culture shock? No, no. not at all. I think when so basically when I was at Germantown, there was no Southwind. Um, well, technically I was supposed to go to Houston High School. But my brother was sent to Germantown, and being that they have, like, that sibling privilege thing going on, I was able to go to Germantown because my mom wanted us together. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and your brother are how far apart? Um, Jeremy, how is Jeremy? Three years apart. He just had a birthday last <laughs> week. <laughs> and he's older. He is older, okay. but essentially I'm, like, the big sister. But <laughs> I thought you were the big sister. <laughs> Love you, Jeremy. <laughs> hey, Jeremy. <laughs> but, no, um, Germantown... I think in terms of, like, culture-wise, um, it was just bigger, obviously, coming from Memphis Catholic. Um, it was bigger. It was, like, a, a college campus-style, like, high school. It was different. All walks of life. Um, they offered so many programs. and I mean, it was a good experience. If I wanted, like, got rich one day and wanted to give back, Probably not. You look base straight. They good. <laughs> you get it. You yeah, get it. So that's I why I pour into other schools that need the support now. Germantown, they good. Yeah. I don't think good. I don't think they did that much for me to where I can put yeah. much that you know money Top back of the into line, it. Everything. They good. Yeah. Graduation from Germantown High School. What was next for Courtney? So I went to the University of Memphis. You know, all freshmen were like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Mm-hmm. I'll figure it out next semester. And so I was like, you know what? I love kids. I'm going to go to school to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. So I'll start, you know, the process to get in the um, TEP program. TEP, yeah, TEP program. And I started doing field lessons, and I was like, uh-uh, I don't want to be a teacher. I was like, no. What was it about the field lessons? Not, and, you know, I just don't know. It's like the kids. I was like, I don't I don't, I don't, want to be, if I were to be a teacher, like I want to serve in the capacity, well, I know I could give you my all, and I know my students going to give me their all. Like I want I want to teach to those who are eager. to like, man, Don't get me wrong. The babies are eager, you know. 
But something just wasn't, I don't think I was 100% into it. And so with that, I knew I wasn't going to give 100%. So I was like, you know what, let's let's think about something else. Mm-hmm. So I changed my major um, to child development. And to be honest, I only did that so I wouldn't have to stay in school any longer. I was like, <laughs> I got to get out of school. So I don't know. So um graduated, did like some substitute teaching, like, you know, Sometimes you just don't find a job as soon as you graduate, and that's the reality of it. I need, like, I wish more people would understand that, and it's it's okay. Like, it's okay. But um, maybe, what, two years later, I applied for, well, I realized, like, I need to go back to school because life was getting real. I was like, okay, I need, I need to go back to school. I said the only way I'll go to grad school is if I go for free. And okay. so I applied for um, a GA position. I didn't get it. But then I applied for this fellowship position, and I got it. And so, bam, I was in there back (laughs) at the University of Memphis for free. Basically, they paying me to go to school because I got a stipend each month. Okay. Um, I mean, it was lovely. Yes. (laughs) And so I was a um, housing community development research fellow um, through the student – Hold on, SUAP. <laughs> Student of <laughs> Urban Affairs and Public Policy Program at the okay. University of Memphis. I studied nonprofit um, administration and did a little bit of studying with government as well. So I have a you know a couple of certifications in that area, but my focus was nonprofit. Did you like it? I loved it. You loved that fellow. If it wasn't <laughs> for that program, I probably wouldn't even be where I am today. Wow. Mm-hmm. How long was it? Um, a two year two year program. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two years. Okay. So did you learn a lot about these nonprofits? Because Memphis has a lot of nonprofits. You see a new one starting every day. What did you learn about nonprofits back then and even today? Mm -hmm. So I was exposed to more by going through that program, being that I was serving as the fellow at the Community Development Council of Greater Memphis. Um, At the time, they have a program called Livable Memphis. But the CDC, um, that was the Community Development Council, excuse me, of um, Memphis was like a membership organization. So they have a lot of nonprofit partners and CDCs. Um, So that's how I got to like learn more about the different CDCs and organizations that's focusing on um, community uh, development and revitalization and whatnot. So it was, yeah, it was a lot to learn and um to this day, I still work with people that works for, like, you know, work for that organization, which is now Building Memphis, but also, like, all their partners. Like, I know I've, I've done Peace with Planners with them, which is a program that they do um, monthly. And also, I've been at, like, member meetings doing presentations. So, it's like, wow. things come full circle, you full know? Full mm-hmm. circle, for sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, um, after your fellow program, what did you get into, Courtney? Let me see. I took maybe three months off. That's what like, were you doing in them three months? Nothing. But no, <laughs> I was and I was applying for jobs. Don't get me wrong, but for the most part, you know, I was like, I'm gonna take this time, relax. I mean, not be idle or anything, but you know, just took a few months off. You yes, know? you deserved it. Yeah, I, I need to take three months off right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, me too. But um, yeah. So after that, I finally got a call, and it was it was destined. Um, I worked at Freedom Prep Academy Charter Schools. I like that yeah, that 
Hey, everybody at Freedom Prep. Still like, to this day, I still work with them, um, even though I'm no longer there, but I make sure I include them on different projects and events that I have going on. Um, but I did community engagement there, so um, handling like recruitment, retention, parent engagement. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was going to ask you uh, when we talk about community engagement, you know, I want you to describe what does that really mean? Because that's um, a term that's used very often mm-hmm. these days. I, I know when I was working at uh, Cummins Engine back in the day, all of a sudden, like the, the lady in HR became the community investment manager. We was like, whoa, what a title. But community some of the same uh, roles that she had in HR has now transitioned into what can Cummins do to put back into the community. Mm -hmm. So how would you describe community engagement? Um, Community engagement, and I I will say it honestly depends on what sector you're in and, you know, like what is it that you're trying to get out, you know, out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, Community engagement is basically being in a community, being – um, accessible to the people that your organization or whatever entity you're serving in, that you all are connected to them and engaging with them. So basically, um, hearing their concerns, hearing any issues, things that direct, things that affect your work, mm-hmm. you go to the people that it it affects. So it's like a pipeline. So if I know. I'm selling a product or developing some type of program or project, I need to go out into the community and be engaged with these people that is going to affect directly. Mm-hmm. So it's just being in tune with that targeted demographic. Um, and so that everybody is happy. I mean, well, everyone's not going to be happy. I'm going to take that back. But at least you know, like, that communication is there. You all try to, um, you know, convey whatever it is that you're trying to convey to them. You get their input to go back and make it happen. So, and although I do know, like, you could do the community engagement, you're still going to have people say, well, I ain't hear about this. I don't know nothing about this. Well, y'all didn't ask me. But that's just, it comes with the territory. Because yeah. to this day, like, I could literally be at a meeting and say, yeah, so I'm proposing this. But this is my first time hearing about it. <laughs> Ma'am, you're hearing about it. Like, that's why I'm here. So let's talk about it. Communication. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So communication is extremely, I think that's, like, the key with community um, engagement, that effective communication. Being verbally effective. By being verbally. (laughs) Boom, you hit the nail on the head, honey. Now, I mean, just being in the city of Memphis, and you've been doing a lot of networking. I mean, if you formed your own nonprofit, I mean, what do you think the city of Memphis needs help with as far as community engagement? What would be the top three things you would focus on? Oh, no one has ever asked me that. Uh, Just give me one. One. So I feel like I'm kind of doing it right now with Fitness Under the Stars. You know, Memphis, we're not on, like, the good end of the spectrum when it comes to um, health. No, we're You not. know, obesity and all of that. So I feel like... Um, I feel like that's what I'm doing and really trying to reach certain audiences that aren't that, you know, knowledgeable and educated on certain aspects of health. health. So, um, yeah, I don't want to jump the gun because we can get more into it. With, <laughs> we talk about fitness under the stars. Wait, no, Courtney, since you brought it up, let's just jump into it. What is fitness under the stars and how did you come about with this project? Yeah, so fitness under the stars is a um, nine-week 
fitness program that would be held on Mud Island every Friday starting August 23rd up until October 18th at 7 o'clock. We will have different activities each week. Um, But how I got started, so Memphis River Parks, they manage and operate all the parks along the riverfront. They're all about activating these parks, bringing people together, different walks of life. Um, They put out a grant for, you know, people to submit ideas about how you can activate and reactivate certain parks. Um, But you have to show them that you can meet certain values, like socioeconomic mixing, value increasing for local businesses, and, um, you know, civic engagement and sustainability. So I submitted the grant, and I got it. So that's why I'm big on trying to reach out to different audiences that never like experienced the riverfront or at least the programming at the riverfront. Um, in addition, I'll have a few local like businesses on, you know, on site um, doing their thing. Like for instance, um, next week we'll have Preston at the Nutrition Hub downtown. So okay. it's a minority owned business, downtown business. Um, they'll be out giving samples. Um, Dr. Jamie Hardy, the lifestyle pharmacist, she's fabulous. She'll be down there doing like education um, at her table and whatnot. So, I mean, I'm just really trying to connect the dots, especially those minority businesses that are downtown. Um, So we'll have your inner yogi, that's Libby, um, that's Mips's first black owned yoga studio yeah and it's on front street so i was like you know i want to connect the dots like i want you involved um and she's amazing and you do yoga i do you do i got a livy studio so yeah yeah i do yoga what kind of yoga do you do oh any of them so the vinyasa flows and all that i don't do yoga so (laughs) i'm interested come on Like, well, my my natural hair froze the fuck up. Like, you know, I heard like maybe it's hot sauna yoga. I'm thinking about is that a term? Not maybe just hot yoga. Hot, oh, Bikram, I said hot Bikram, sauna yoga. <laughs> That's hot. Hot water Bikram yoga. yoga. Yeah, Bikram yoga. Okay. But uh, no, no, no. You'll be fine. I mean, it's gonna be hot outside. I mean, but <laughs> Girl. yes, it is. It's gonna be hot outside. But um, no. So we have. Them, um, you know, Victoria Young. Yes. She'll be out on September 27th. Yep. She'll okay. do a spin class. Uh, we have my boy Kenny Fleming. So he'll do boot camp. Okay. Um, Kenny. That's, Kenny. Hey, Kenny. <laughs> that's on the 30th. And I got a special surprise Ooh. on the 30th, too. The oh. DJ that's going to be out there. Oh, who, girl? Drop an exclusive. Boom, mm. boom, boom. I don't know if I want to drop the exclusive. Yes, you do. This is a verbally effective pod. You got to drop the bomb, the bizarre. Should I do it? Yes. All right, my girl Big Sue gonna be in the Yay! building. <laughs> All right. Oh, what date is she gonna do it? That's August thirtieth. That's awesome. August thirtieth. So come on out. Yes. Get your get your mind right. It's going down <laughs> some boot camp and uh, Big Sue is gonna be on the ones and twos. Okay, and you said it's a nine week. Mm-hmm. Program. So every week there's gonna be something different. So yes. Yeah, so I will say it's gonna be. Yoga was supposed to be the end, like, for six sessions. But we actually moved one of those sessions to the beginning. So we're just going to start out start out with yoga next week. Okay. Um, it's, it'll be yoga. Then it'll be boot camp with Kenny. 
And then we have Zen Studios Trampoline Bar. So they'll be out on September 6th. And then after that, we'll do two yoga sessions and then Victoria and then two more yoga sessions. And I will say at two of those yoga sessions, we will have um, live performances accompanied with the practice. And I'm not telling who's going to be on that. (laughs) You got to check her social media for that one, right? Maybe. Or you just got to come out and see. You got to come. Mm. Yeah, keep some mystery to it. I want to keep some mystery. Yeah. Yeah, I like the name Fitness Under the Stars. How did you come up with that? I like it. So I always wanted to do like a night because I'm like a night person anyway. Like literally like. People like, Courtney, you sent that email like 2 o'clock in the morning. I was like, I know, I know, I'm crazy. I don't, my juices doesn't flow until the sun goes down. But, um, no, I always want to do something a little different because here's the thing. There, there, there is currently yoga programming at the River Garden downtown. Um, and that's during the day. Well, not day, but like 6 o'clock, right? But I figured, like, I want to do something a little different. And I actually kind of got that uh, concept, yoga under the stars, it's kind of like a thing, like, all over. But I was like, well, let's mix it up. Let's do something different. And uh, that's it. So, disclaimer, I do understand that the sun doesn't set to about 738 <laughs> right now. However, as we move into the series, right. the season will change. Yeah. And it's going to be dark outside. So, don't nobody come for me on that. Please. Not gonna come I don't for have you, time. <laughs> oh, wow. That is an awesome idea. Courtney, I like it. Thank you. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what what events do I want to come to. Come like, to yoga. Which, yeah, you're gonna be there. You're gonna be there for everything, right? Yeah, except for maybe one. I have to go to a wedding, but the show okay. is gonna go on. I got my okay. staff, my solid team. You got a good team I, over there. Man, shout out to all my <laughs> friends and family. They're solid, so, so they help you put everything together. Well, not really. No, no, no. no. <laughs> that didn't help me you put delegate. it together. So. I did. I do all the legwork. Like I'm up at night typing everything, harassing people. Like, hey, do you want to be on board with this? Do you want to do this? But far as like the support, like mm-hmm. even if I just call somebody, like, what you think about this idea? Yeah. And then I was like, just be honest. And like everyone's just super supportive, even if it's just like posted something on Instagram, mm-hmm. like to the point I don't even have to ask. They just do it, That's you know. Right. So, right. shout out to my to my folks. You know what? It's always good to have good people in your corner. And I've noticed um, on your social media, you seem to have the same circle of people around Mm -hmm. you. How important is that to keep a solid group? It's extremely important. And, um, you know, the fact that we're all like-minded, we're different, but we're all like-minded individuals striving for success. I mean, you you have to be around people like that. Like, you have to. And then you have to be around people like that that's going to be honest with you, mm-hmm. going to keep you grounded. Like, we're real people. So, I mean, I love them all. And they're all we're all different, but we're super level-headed, and we just support one another. And so, you know, I'm big. It's like they're family, and I'm big on family. So, like, if people will see my Instagram and, like, oh, love your family because like we're always (laughs) together hanging out doing stuff so i'm just all about bringing folks together and just positive energy i I could feel that energy from you ah i could feel that energy from you and you know what i can feel the energy of some five outfits you be wearing ow every time (laughs) i see you you are dressed to the nine courtney uh I, i was like 
is Courtney a stylist? I mean, she got a stylist. What's she doing? She coming up with them outfits herself, honey. Oh, but she got Chic Harmony. She got her yeah. own business. Yeah. So tell me how Chic Harmony came into play. Yeah, Chic Harmony. So a while back, um, I was like, you know, working is cool, but I want more. Like, I want to get to a point where I can say this is what I own. This is something that I enjoy doing. So, basically, you know, turning a hobby into a business. I mean, it's only smart, right? Like, so turning a hobby into a business. And um, honestly, Chic Harmony and just the name is just, I don't know, it's just refreshing. Like, it just brings me, like, to a place where I'm very calm and happy um it's a business you know I push it on Instagram and everything but I'm not like pushing pushing like hustle hustle like come on hit me up hit me up hit me up no because that's something that I'm I'm I really take pride in I'm passionate about and I let it happen organically Mm -hmm. um like that's my baby Mm -hmm. like it is and so although you know I'm doing other things I still have chic harmony going on and you know it just it's a lot of work, I would say, but it doesn't, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Because I can literally be sitting in a pile of clothes in somebody's closet. <laughs> I was like, you know what, but this is okay. I'm, I'm really, I'm okay. Like, mm-hmm. I'm calm. Like, it's just, I don't know. I like it. I love it. Okay. So, for, for those that don't know what Chic Harmony oh, yeah. is, let them know what Chic Harmony is. Yeah, so Chic Harmony is my business. Um, I focus on organizing just not residential but non-residential so you know we have clients who are like event planners they may have inventory we'll do that um but yeah closets though are my specialty so if you need your closet organized hit me (laughs) up have you always had like a neat closet no no And to this day, I still try to keep my closet. It's neat for the it's neat for the most part, but I it's like I'm so busy handling everybody else's business. It's like okay, mm-hmm. okay, Courtney, handle your business. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's neat. Like when people come to my house, I'm like, oh my gosh, so neat. And like me, I'm thinking like it's not. Uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah. what made you start Chic Harmony? Um, just wanted something different, you know, mm-hmm. money too. But I mm-hmm. know like you know the money will come like. I never put money, like, as a top priority, but let's, let's not be a fool. Like, you mm-hmm. know, you need the coin, too, sis. Hello, <laughs> hello, hello, hello. But it was something I enjoyed doing, so I was like, you know, why not give it a shot? And, like, people love it, and it's just, it's no greater feeling. Like, I'll go in there and do my thing, and, like, my client, they'll come home, and they'll be like, oh, my gosh, Courtney. It. I was like, and that makes me happy. That's when I know, like, yeah, like, this is my jam. Like, do you uh. be like, all right, now keep it like this? No, mess it up. <laughs> Call me again. Let's do this. I have some on, on retainers. Yeah, okay. I have. You got some repeat clients. Yeah, repeat. Oh my gosh, Damar. Hey, Damar. I need to come Damar. through next week. <laughs> she got to clean that closet, Damar. And you have like a spectrum of different types of clients, right? You got some. Uh, yeah, some pretty high end clients out here. So, um. Yeah. <laughs> so from like, like you know, doctors, different kind of doctors, elected officials, um, professional athletes. Um, yeah. And then, you know, your average working, you know, citizen. But, I mean, it, it ranges. I don't discriminate, though. You don't discriminate. Uh-uh. If you could say, how, how busy does Chic Harmony keep you these days? What percentage of your time do you think you're putting into Chic Harmony? Oh, right now? Oh, 
because Lord, I'm gonna tell you, fitness on the stars done. <laughs> I know that's been stole everything. I already know. I, I'll just say like maybe a quarter of my time right now. Yeah. I'm um, you know, it's just so much other things going on. I know because you have a lot going on. Yeah. Honey. Now let me ask you this about a person's closet. Do you think like a person's closet reflects their real lives? Mm-hmm. And from your experience, <laughs> mm-hmm. I and, like that answer. And not to say like I walk in, like I don't know. I wouldn't say like if I walk in and it's just in a complete disarray. That doesn't necessarily mean that your life is in a disarray. Mm-hmm. Um, I look at it like, oh, this is a very busy person, and obviously, this is you know, organizing a closet is not priority. But people gotta understand like that's important. Like is waking up like we shouldn't have to always rush in life and just you know be stressed out like I want to wake up in the morning and walk to the closet and bam pull out something like making easy routines and transitions like it starts your day off like to very like a very smooth path but it's like when you look in and rushing that takes time Mm -hmm. so that's why whenever I pull something out when I if I don't want it I put it back because it's like it's either going to pile up mm-hmm. or you just going to throw it on the side or you just, you know, just shoving it anywhere. Like, I just don't think that creates a very, like, productive and conducive environment in the home. And, like, at home, you're supposed to be at peace. Yeah. Like, even things, you it might sound crazy, but things like clothes piling up, that's not a good sign. Like, yeah. that's not peace. Like, you neglect that and it's just going to be an issue, a bigger issue later. True. True that. True that. So, you know, we are transitioning into, like, a new season very soon. What are some tips you can give the Verbally Effective podcast listeners on, like, just keeping their closet tidy or, you know, some chic harmony tips so, on organizing? Organizing. So we are transitioning into – so here's the thing. We are getting away with, you know, our – maxi dresses unless you like like this i'll throw on a leather jacket on top and some boots so i can do you know those pieces that you know are for life you can use any season cool but like the real life like summer pieces and all one you need to think about do i can i wear this anymore Am I, you know, gaining weight, losing weight? You know, think about the items that you can actually donate, give away first before you move into, you know, storage and packing. So use containers, store them away there. If you have an attic, put it upstairs in the attic, label it so you know what's in what. Even if you have a storage unit, take it there. Um, just clean out the closet and bring in your winter clothes. Um, and definitely you want to categorize things like pants, skirts, jack. So it's easier to access things instead of just mixing it all in. So yeah. That's, wow. I'm just give y'all a little tip because that's that cost. <laughs> she harmony, she harmony. Okay, Courtney. So let me ask you this: what What does Courtney like to do to wind down? What do, What do you like to do to just chill and hmm. you know? I know you're a busy lady, but yeah. like, what brings Courtney into chill mode? Oh my gosh, I'm so extra. Like you extra. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> ask about me. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
natural. Like, I need a massage. Like, I like to get pampered. Mm-hmm. I mean, what girl doesn't, you yeah. know? Um, I love getting pampered. So, massage and going to, like, nice nail spas and drinking mimosas and champagne and just... I don't get my hair done. (laughs) Like, and I'm all about an experience. Mm -hmm. So that's what it is. Like, I feel like whatever, like salons and massage um, parlors and things I go to, like, it's always an experience. So I'm, I'm just experiences just make me turn, wind down. Yes. What kind of music are you into? Um, I like all genres of music. Um, rap. Um, I like Christian music, um, alternative music. What? Yeah, R&B, some <laughs> 90s R&B. Okay, so you like it all. I like it all. Okay. At one point, oddly, I was into, like, country music. <laughs> That's not odd, though. That no. is really not odd. It's not. Maybe, yeah, like, uh, of course, like, um, what's the guy's name? Lil Nas X. No, you know. But when you say country, we relate him so much to country right now. No, so I say country like Darius Rucker since he's you know, I was like, oh, it's a black guy, you know. Listen yeah. to him. Let me see what he's talking about. And I just started following um, what's his name, Mason Ramsey on Instagram, the little the yodel guy. Oh yeah, he got some good music. Yeah, I mean, whoever writes his songs, I, I'm I'm here so for it. So you like it for real, for real, for real. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, K. Michelle is working on a country. I album heard right about now. that, but she she went to uh, her college. Where did she go to? I think she went Fam to you. Did she go to Fam you on a yodeling scholarship? What? Yes. Okay. And she wanted to do country music, but of course her label was like, "No, we're not doing." Yeah. That. But she's working on a country album right now. Well, good for her. I could, I could, her. I could definitely see her coming out with one. But like, you know, it was always well, I have support with that. But I yeah. think she will now. Just risk it. Just do it. Just do it, Kay. And you know what? Since we're talking about music, and you like this, and you like that, <laughs> your Hot Girl Summer. Hey. Have you heard a Hot Girl Summer song with Meg Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj? And uh, Ty Dolla Sign? Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but wait, though. What? I mean, it's cool. You don't like it like that? I like Ty Dolla Sign. That's the only thing I heard. Like, I, I, I love him. And I like what he's saying, you know. Like, but, but, I the, but the two feet, the two ladies. I mean, I rock with Meg and everything, but I don't. I'm like, okay. I'm still on Chris Brown, no goddess. I still <laughs> listen to Indigo on repeat. Like, And um, so I'm here for Sweetie. Yeah. Yeah. What what is that song? You gotta have wait. What? My type. My type. My, <laughs> I like that. I like that too. Yeah, I like if she had a song, Hot Hot Boy. Um yeah. I I like her. Yeah. I like her. My I like her. Too. <laughs> I like her too. I was listening to um Nicki Minaj's podcast. She has a podcast on Queen Radio yeah. on Apple. And she had Joe Budden as a guest. I heard about that. And they were going back and forth. And he and he was just really trying to get on her about, um, I guess, her beef with Cardi, things of that nature. But then he invited her to his podcast. So I, I listened to that one today. But they were talking about this hot girl summer song. And it's like... 
to me, it sounds like Nikki wants you so bad to like her shit and call her the queen. And, and it, I don't think people feeling her like that no more. You do have some true Nikki fans. The Barbs. The Barbs. They, hey, they are loyal. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't consider myself a Barb or um, also what, whatever Cardi's tribe is. Do but tribe? I don't know. Well, what? what is it? <laughs> Barty Gang or something Barty, like that. Yeah, it's I could totally similar to Barb's though. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, but I like her though. Mm-hmm. I like her, but I can't say like, oh, I stay in like, nah. Like, so you not out here talking about? Yeah, I'm having a hot girl summer too. Well, or are you? I think I am. You are. You said it's hard to tell. Yes, you dipping tomorrow. You dipping out, going out of town with that pouty tail. I got to go. <laughs> and you gonna continue your hot girl summer? <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, you know, Hot Girl Summer to me is all about doing what you want to do, makes you happy, you know, making these moves, bossing up. Like, that's a Hot Girl Summer. Like, I ain't worried about no dude. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm just doing me. Okay. So, is Courtney single? Oh, Miss Emma! (laughs) (laughs) I put you on the spot, Courtney. It's all love. You having a Hot Girl Summer. Single, I'm, I'm single, but yeah, we'll see. Are you dating? Uh, I'm single. You're single. <laughs> okay. That means Fellas. Fellas. What y'all doing? Y'all not trying to, you know. Don't get me started. Wait, that's going to be another podcast right there. Girl. <laughs> I have so many friends that are like, what's really going on out here in these dating streets? I don't know. I don't know. But, hey, you know, I'm just going to stay focused on the focus. Yeah. God got me. And when it's time, it's time. So. That's true. Until then, let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get these coins. Yes. Well, Courtney, now it's time for the Verbally Effective Minute. Going to ask you some questions. Look look how she looking tonight. It's going to be okay. Okay, Courtney? Okay. Verbally effective minute. And the questions are pertaining to Chic Harmony, so. Okay, okay. You're going to do fine. I I should know that. You should know (laughs) this. And when you answer the question, I need you to tell me why. Did you say yes or no or this or that, okay? Yes, ma'am. Okay, which do you enjoy more, organizing the homes or the offices? The homes. Why? I feel like the homes, like I'm big on creating very calm homes and environments. And then I told you, like, I love to do closets. Like, closets, they're my specialty, I guess you can say. Um, Although the goal is also to bring, like, that type of peace and that order. So when you do a business, it's more about bringing structure and order into a business. Um, It's in the home as well, but I feel it's a more intimate setting in the home, and I just, I have a closer, you know, tie to, like, that intimacy feeling and whatnot. Okay, okay. So who do you prefer to organize for, men or women? Men. (laughs) (laughs) Why? Because you know how we are, Emma. Mm -hmm. We were indecisive sometimes. I know I am. So we're indecisive, and we just can't make up our minds, and we're picky. And I'm not trying to, like, put us all in a bucket in a category because not every, you know, woman that I work with is like that. 
but the guys are just so chill and just so easygoing, like, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I mean, it's something they do have input, which I, I want the input because I want to create this space that you will enjoy or you will appreciate. But they're just so chill. I'm like, yeah, 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 we can do that. All right, I'll send you the money. Good. We go get that. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. So the women are more like, uh-uh. They're more I, involved. I need you didn't change that. Mm-hmm. Or, they're more involved, which I like involvement, but at the same time, involvement, sometimes you could be in the way, you okay. know? Okay. Like, let me do my job, wanna, girl. Yeah, like, I got you. Like, I really want y'all to understand, like, I got you. Okay. Yeah. So what is your future outlook for She Harmony? So continuing to build, you know, the brand and focusing, you know, getting clients Closets, organized, bathrooms, whatever. But I've actually, um, I'm in partnership with Cheers for Craigmont. So that is like an alumni association for Craigmont High School. Um, So this goes back to me wanting to be a part of some type of, you know, community-based efforts, um, giving back efforts on a school level. Again, Germantown straight. So (laughs) I want to partner with a school that needs it. So... Um, Cheers for Craig Month, they're actually getting together a career closet for their students. And so it won't only consist of like, you know, business casual clothes, but just clothes in general. Um, And then also um, hygiene items for students. And so they've been taking donations for a while now. um, And we still encourage people to give donations. And once we, um, you know, gather everything, we'll just go in and put all the items in there, make it neat, accessible, and the students will come in, they'll have clothes. And so, yeah, so that's me shifting Chic Harmony um, more, like, community-based, mm-hmm. still focusing on, like, organizing, you know, bringing peace and all that great stuff, yeah. but more on a community level. And so with that, I want to expand Chic Harmony to CM Consulting. So that gives me more wiggle room to do other things outside of organizing. That is awesome, yeah, Courtney. thank you. How, how you're, you know, have all those elements of the things that you've been doing over the years and giving back. I like yeah, that. Thank I like you. That. I know Craig Mon is liking that, huh? Yeah, they are. Shout out to Craig Mutt. Cheers for Craig Mutt. Diamond, yeah. Taylor. Hey, girl, hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So is this going to be a yearly thing with Craig Mutt? It's like an ongoing thing. Okay. So, I mean, I if any way I can help them, I'm all in. Wow, that is awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, Courtney. So uh, how can everybody get in touch with you? Oh, you can follow me on Instagram. I'm so chic, Courtney. Chic, C-H-I-C. That's not chic, it's chic. <laughs> so, so chic, Courtney. Also, um, Chic Harmony's um, Instagram page is chic.harmony. Um, you can find me on Facebook. Um, you can email me, info at chicharmony.com. And yeah. Yes. That's where you can find me. Fitness Under the Stars, www.fitnessunderthestars.com. You can find it on Eventbrite, Facebook, email it, e- info at fitnessunderthestars.com. I'm all, I'm all over the place. So yes. no reason why somebody said they can't get in touch with me because I'm okay. all over. And look, she up at 2 a.m. too, so, you know, just hit her up whenever. I, I <laughs> well, I wish you much success with Fitness Under the Stars. You're going to see me and Sanaa hanging out yes. one of those weeks. We'll let you know in advance. 
Abby, good luck with everything, lady. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. This has been amazing. You are awesome. Courtney McNeil, my guest for episode 82 of the Verbally Effective Podcast.